0: Yeah, it's amazing actually that you are 31% more productive when you're working from a happy and calm headspace than when you're working from a stressed and negative one. So, I mean, that's a huge, huge jump.
1: Hey guys, it's Matt Haycocks here, and I was making a video today about 11 ways to invest a £1,000 in your business. And the first thing on my list was to talk about investing in your own personal development. It was the first thing on my list because it's the most important thing that you should be investing in. So important, in fact, that I decided to break away to record this video separately just to tell you what some of the ways that you can and should be investing in yourself are. Now, whether you've got a business or not, And even if you never intend to have one, you must commit to your personal development, your growth and a quest for knowledge and personal betterment. This will pay dividends every day for the rest of your life. Now I've always been interested in learning new things, but for a large part of my life, I didn't do this formally or in an organized way. I'd read books and I'd always have an open mind to new things, but I never went too deep on my learning other than to learn from my own personal experiences. But now I'm all in, I can't get enough. I invest in my health, my fitness, my knowledge, and I also do the best to help other people learn and develop too. Now you actually don't need to spend a penny on your personal development, as there's so much free stuff out there for you to consume. But, like anything in life, spending in the right ways will usually reap better rewards than doing it on the cheap. So how can you invest in your personal development? Firstly, you should be buying some books. Now there isn't much you can't learn from a great book from the right author. And if reading isn't already your thing, then you need to make it your thing. Now if you struggle with written books, then try the audio version. I'm actually a big fan of audio books because they allow me to multitask, listening and absorbing while I'm in the gym, driving, cooking or whatever. You can even speed up the playback of them so that you can listen to even more in a shorter space of time. Now, I'm not making any specific recommendations of books here, as it depends what areas you're looking to learn about, but there's plenty of places that you can find reviews and recommendations online for you to find your field of interest. Now, once you get into reading, you're going to find it easier and easier to do, and I'm sure that you're going to want to ramp up your consumption. You can relatively easily get to the point where that you're reading a book a week, even if you've never read a book in your life. The key is to pick one about subjects that you want to learn. On, written by the right authors in a style of writing that you like reading, making it as easy as possible for yourself. Secondly, you need to be taking courses. Just like books, there's courses available on every conceivable subject matter and there's free ones and there's paid ones. You can take courses in person or you can do them online. Sites like Udemy have tons of courses on there and there's plenty of other sites out there too. Now again, just like books, You need to make sure that you pick courses on subjects that matter to you, and ideally from someone who's teaching it in a style and a format that you like. Then you're not gonna struggle to see it through, and you're gonna find it easier to learn. Thirdly, you need to be getting a gym membership or signing up to some gym classes. Now you may wonder what this has got to do specifically with your business or your personal development, but as someone who hasn't always taken health and fitness seriously, believe me when I tell you that you can't get your mind performing at its best unless your body isn't at least halfway there too. Now listen, I'm no gym freak by any stretch, so I can completely relate to you if you don't like doing exercise. But I promise you that after you finish your training session, then you're gonna really feel so much better for doing it. Even taking a walk can be so beneficial for you with the fresh air and the movement. I actually have a five mile walk as part of my daily routine. I normally do it late at night and as well as feeling the health benefits it's also a great time where I get to return WhatsApp messages and listen to podcasts and other audiobooks. Fourthly you need to get a mentor or a coach. Now if you follow me for a while then you're gonna know how much I bang on and on about the importance of mentors and coaches. They'll guide you, they'll steer you away from unnecessary mistakes, They'll push you. They'll hold you accountable, and much, much more. Now, the key is to be able to select the right ones in a world saturated with fake gurus and experts who are actually experts in nothing other than convincing you to give them your money. Now, there'll be mentors that you can get that'll cost you nothing, and there'll be ones that'll cost you big money. But the key is not to look at what they cost, but what value are they delivering? You can have formal relationships, informal relationships with these people too. I've now got a huge collection of mentors, coaches, and experts that I surround myself with. I've got informal relationships with successful people who I get to pick the brains over a bottle of wine and I've got formal relationships with people who train and advise me and ensure that I'm always trying to perform at my best. Now again like all the points i've mentioned the specific experts that you need are very much down to what it is you're looking to achieve but the key is that you need to know these people you need to seek them out and you need to hire them the right coach or mentor can literally transform your business in a matter of hours or less so there you have it books courses exercise and mentors four great and essential ways to invest in yourself and your personal development now these aren't the only ways to invest but they are certainly some of the best. Picking just one of them will undoubtedly get you seeing the benefits quickly, but implement them all and I promise you, you'll change your life. So I always like to get some takeaways from these podcasts for, uh, for my audience, and I know you've got a, a five-minute morning routine, so that sounds, sounds a perfect, uh, perfect training camp for it. What, what, uh, what do we need to do and what would it do
0: for us? Yeah, I, mean, I will say this. Before you do your morning routine, the first thing I can say to everyone is the biggest thing is just put your phone on airplane mode before you go to bed. And then don't put it back on until you've done your five minutes in the morning because what that teaches your mind to do again is respond instead of react to the day. Because if you pick up your phone straight away and you see you know, upsetting headlines that are everywhere at the moment or those stressful emails, a million things you need to answer to, your brain automatically goes into react instead of response for the rest of the day. So you want to have that space for yourself. So do that, <laughs> you know, get an old school alarm or put your you know, phone on airplane mode and have it away from you. And then just first thing I do, I'd say is gratitude in the morning. So when you think of five things you're grateful for and you actually feel gratitude as well, it's always connecting the link of the feeling to the thought. So the physiology really ingrains it in your system. Then you want to think of five things and say them out loud or write them down and what that again does is helps your subconscious look for the good and the rest of the day, the things to be grateful for instead of the things to be annoyed with.
1: Would you say that's typically like the same five five things you think of before you start this process and you're saying it every day or do you have things. think on the spot? Yeah
0: I think on the spot definitely it's like it can be your morning coffee that day or something you think you're doing, someone you love you know all these little things and it doesn't have to be some huge thing like even the smallest things really have an effect Appreciating like your hot shower you know all those little things um then I always say you know moving on to meditation if you know for the five minute one just doing two minutes of breathing meditation and that's simply you know we don't breathe well when we're stressed we breathe very shallowly and what that tells our body is that we are under attack so you want to Say, like everything's fine to your body, and take some really deep breaths and breathe actually through your diaphragm instead of your chest. So, just taking you know two minutes to think, breathe in through your nose. It's a breath sequence I do called the 448 because it's really simple to remember. Simply breathe in for four, hold for four, and out for eight. So, you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, and just you know, repeat that three times in the morning and just like ground yourself, just feel that calmness before you start. Um, And then you know you want to move on to the end is just an intention or an affirmative statement So with an intention, you know setting up an intention for how you want your day to go You know whether that's a feeling like I intend to be happy today Or whether it's actually you know you wanted to intend to have a good meeting if that's where you're going first So set an intention because that's a really powerful thing for your mind and your energy so when it comes to energy the expression is you know focus goes where energy flows and energy (laughs) flows where focus goes. So if you set an intention, you're telling your mind and your energy that's what you want to get out of the day, and that's a really positive thing to start with.
1: As a journalist, it was obviously kind of key to your skills and success to to extract people's stories and tell it in the way it needs telling. Uh, I mean, you're a phenomenal listener, clearly. I mean, what are your top tips for how other people can become a better listener and how they're gonna benefit from that?
2: it's it's really key actually listening and i i used to talk way i mean i still talk way too much don't get me wrong um (laughs) a lot um but actually training as a therapist taught me how to listen so you you set up your first of all you you know and I, i would give this as advice to anybody before you ask a question make sure that a it's well informed you've done your homework and b you're putting it to the right person and then once you've put that question to somebody just listen because all the time you're talking you're not learning all the time you're listening you're learning there's great lessons in just going and you know what if if somebody's a bit slow to start just encourage them to keep going, because what you will unlock could be really valuable information in terms of how it informs you and enhances your next stage of your journey.
1: And I guess as the old expression goes, two ears and one mouth and use it in that proportion. <laughs> yeah,
2: i would not heard that before, that's really good.
3: Now what I was, what I was going to say is this, again, you mustn't be too hard on yourself, because life is all about a process and um, it's understand uh, that there are things that you might be doing in your life that doesn't sort of make sense now, but it's only when you could go back and reflect that you could join up the dots. And I'll give you an example of that. Before I ran um, the Black Pharma, created the Black Pharma brand, I used to run a marketing agency. And, you know, I was responsible for launching, you know, some big name brands like, Kettle chips, Plymouth gin, Cobra beer, they're big brands now, but back in the day, there were small brands. And one of the things I used to hate about uh, running my agency, and it caused me a lot of frustration, is that the the marketing directors didn't have the courage to do what was really important to make the brands really stand out. They didn't have it. It was just a real pain. And it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't until I launched my Black Pharma brand that I learned why I had to go through that. Because in a sense, that was my training ground for how to market brands. So sometimes the pain, well, the pain, the agony, the wrong directions are essential to take you to where you're destined to be. So do not um, be frightened of the pain. Do not be frightened of the mistakes. They're, they're preparing you. See it as a sort of a sportsman that is um, preparing for, for the big opportunity and those mistakes, those failures. One of the things, uh, another Wilfred mantra is this. The, the way to measure whether you are living your life to the maximum is this, is that how many failures have you had And if you're looking back at your life and you say, I have not failed at anything in the last three or six months, you're not living, you're slumming it. The greatest indication is your failures. And the people who go along in life thinking, Jesus Christ, I mustn't make a mistake, I mustn't fail, are the ones who are not living, they're just slumming it. Failures is your measurement of actually living your life. It's a measurement that you're always pushing yourself to the max. So that's what I would say to your buddy. When was the last time you really messed up? Because that tells you it's something you should be celebrating because you're pushing yourself.
1: I like what you say. How um, uh, you know you uh, you wanted to go and do things that that, that other people hadn't done. That you know he, all these adventures that mm. other people do. You know, as, as crazy as some of them are, you know, a lot of them are just you know repeats of other people of, of seeing uh, you know of seeing the same sights and I think As well, particularly in today's world, you know, we, we live in a world of doing doing things for the gram and you know and and, and, do, and doing things for effect. But I guess you know what 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 do you think it was that made you want to go and and do the things that other people haven't do and and you know and were you ever doing anything you know to show other people the results or has this really been a journey of your own
4: yeah this has been a journey of my own i'd say back then well i when i first started 19 instagram twitter all of that wasn't a thing i don't think um we took a, a camera with us to capture some images facebook we weren't updating so yeah there was no social media there was no sharing the images uh, all the stories it was just doing it for the pure love and for the pure passion and the reason why I, I think I would probably want to get off the route of the tra- travel route which isn't a bad thing because you do actually meet people from all over the world which is great I've got friends for life from all sorts of different countries you know and I met them on the travel route but I think it was that sense of adventure of doing something that people rarely ever do or doing something that's that's different. Um, and you know movies like the beach i don't know if you've seen the beach with DiCaprio. i have i know what it is but great movies stuff like that especially at that age when i was sort of like mid-teens uh, going 14 15 16 years of age watching the beach and one of the quotes is everyone ends up traveling thousands of miles just to wind up doing the same damn thing certain little quotes like that was just like yeah man look i can't be traveling all this way to sit in a hostel watching a movie getting the greyhound coach going through these beautiful little villages at midnight that I won't be able to see and I won't be able to converse with the locals there. You know, I was like, let's do something different where we can, not just see the tourist traps of Vietnam and Cambodia where the first adventure was but where we can stop off along the way and really get to, to know the local culture, really get to know not just Vietnam but the Vietnamese people and I think that was the spark, age 19 from there the adventures just continue to grow and grow and there were some mad adventures, you know, from hacking from Thailand into Myanmar via the jungle, through the border machete in hand, living with a Burmese hill tribe for a few days, learning how to survive in the Jungle, you know, berries that act as mosquito repelling. once you pop them in and rub over your skin, to how to hunt, how to gather, how to build rafts or shelters and natural resources. So just humbling experiences, yet yeah, incredible ones that
3: stood out.